This is session three of the Inquisitors of Ilem. Hi everyone, and welcome to the Inquisitors of Ilem, an actual play podcast of lawful evil characters in the unique campaign setting of Unden. I'm Dan, the host and DM of this unique podcast, and it's great to have you join us. We hope that you have as much fun listening as we had recording it. If you haven't listened to the previous sessions yet, it's a really good idea so you can get up to speed with what's going on and who the characters are. Tonight we have Grant and Curtis here, playing Damien and Cannon respectively. Unfortunately, James couldn't be here to play book tonight. As always, a big thanks to Steve and Ben at Sirenscape.com for their sound effects, and you, our listeners. We really do appreciate you, and you make it all worthwhile. Now, back to the adventure. So, Candle Street, that's where Betty's at. Brilliant. Yeah. We will uh, we'll head that way. Okay. I'm going to do uh, intelligence check to try and remember if the kid we gave the money to, if, if, if I heard him being called Eric. Roll D20. You can roll one as well. Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm going to take the D20 off of you. Yeah. That's, that's a <laughs> 19. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> uh, no, you heard him being called Kev. I don't Kev. pay attention to the details. Okay. Darn, I thought that kid's name was Eric. No. But now one, I, one of the other ones named Eric. Might have been. I wasn't paying much attention. 18. He didn't, he didn't hear either of them being called Eric. Uh, no. Darn it. I thought it was Eric with the one who was paid silver. Yeah, I thought so too. Oh well. That was, the, the guy you were talking to was Kev. He received a couple of silver from a human and uh, Dragonborn. And Dragonborn and whatever. Okay. I feel like the, in another dimension that would be a shout out to something going on. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> so let's... Uh, Let's continue on. Do you know which house on Candle Street she lives in? You walk back. Olaf. Aye. Do you know which house she lives in? Yeah, it's the one with the red door. Are there more than one with red doors? Yeah. Damn, I didn't want an answer. Oh well. It's the one that she lives at, not the other ones. Okay, thank you. Gotcha. It's more than two along. More than two along. Yeah, yeah. More than two red doors or more than two houses? More than two red doors. Okay, well, that was helpful, actually. All right. Thank you, Olaf. <laughs> That's all right. You gave me lots of silver. I like this guy. He's, uh... He the the human that's standing next to me. I don't like that guy. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Let's keep moving. Uh, so we wander down. We'll count two red doors down Candle Street. Yep. Or do do we see? Should, should we just ask someone on Candle Street? Probably. Is there are there people on Candle Street? Yeah. Okay. Um, let's stop and ask the nearest friendly looking young girl. Okay. She work, Kevna. Uh, yeah. Where does Betty and Eric Herrett live? You don't want them. She's being a bit old now. You want someone young and nubile. Do you know what I mean? Don't tell me what I want. Just give All me right. the information. Not what you want, my lord. Maybe what you need. <laughs> she smiles She's at you. Sassy. All right. <laughs> um, so I have no interest in whatever wares you're selling. <laughs> renting. Uh, renting. <laughs> uh, if you could please just give me the information I want or I'll take your hands. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you like a bit of hand? Okay. She said... <laughs> She she points. It's the it's the fourth red door over there. Fourth red door over there. Second floor. All right. Very good. Now, away from my side, please. She curtsies like that. Lifts her skirt up a little bit higher than she should. Turns around and sort of 
flounces a I little bit. I turn and don't even pay attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She sort of like flicks her hair over her head, that kind of stuff. You're only allowed to take her hand if she touches you. Yeah, well, she doesn't know that. <laughs> she walks up to some man, she's propositioning him, basically. Anyway, off you go. I'm, I'm walking, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, so we found uh, Betty's Betty's home. Let's go ahead and... Uh, do you want to play it nice, or you want a cop knock on the door? Um, English go, police go, go, are go, ever go. so nice, actually, Curtis. That's true, I know. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing plate mail gloves. There you go. It's the same thing, isn't it? I knock on the door. Yeah, go ahead and cop knock. Go, go, go. Okay. Uh, yeah, it opens. Basically, it's not locked. You go, we did. opens. Oh, it opens on There's a small corridor that goes down on this floor. There's four doors and stairs go up. Uh, Betty Herrett. This is, a, this is Lord Inquisitor Cannon and uh, Paladin Damien. We need you to come down, come down and speak with us, please. Please. Guess I have okay. to. Okay. Can I? you make perception rolls for me, please? Yeah. Please, please. Nope. Uh, oh my god, a seventeen. An eighteen. You're going okay. back down now. You yep. got one good roll. Um, you hear, you hear maybe a young voice, and then a uh, a female voice, um, a bit louder. She said, I would have heard if there was anything out the door. Now, no more excuses. You're learning your maths coming from upstairs. My goodness. We can hear her, but she can't hear us. <coughs> Betty Herrett, we need to speak okay, with you. Some, some quick footsteps. The door opens and a, and a very attractive, but somewhat... Um, she doesn't look quite right not mentally insane or nothing like that uh, she looks at you and then actually you realise that her ears are, are damaged and her, the end of her fingers are are slightly damaged you recognise this where she's had a couple of fingernails pulled out where she was no doubt interrogated yeah um, and um, her ears may have been damaged and okay. she speaks in a slightly off kilter voice my lords are you Betty Yes. All right. A young boy comes and stands next to her. He's probably nine years old. He stands sort of beside her and looks down. Pretty expressionless, to be fair. Uh, not, not scared, just just expressionless. Very good. You and your you and your son come down and speak with me. We need to uh, ask you about your husband. Uh, uh, certainly. She says she's. You do notice that she's looking at your face um, very much when you're talking to her, rather than listening. She's concentrating on your lips, and she okay. she 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 comes down the stairs. Um, the boy comes down behind her again. He just he just walks down, stands there looking at you quite coolly. Okay. Well, <clears throat> we are looking for. I'm going to speak very clearly and enunciate my words. Yeah. Uh, we are looking for a book that may have been belonged to your husband. Book. She wor He works for the church. She says. <laughs> Just got that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Not. Not. Not book. A book. Who's on okay, first? Okay. She goes really pale. Starts shaking again. The boy just looks at you 
a little bit um, lip starts to curl a little bit however she says I don't know anything about the book I've been punished and I've been found that I wasn't guilty uh, please don't hurt me or my son anymore 23 she for curls her, she curls her fingers into her hands yeah inside of 23 um, yeah yeah uh, to see if maybe the the uh, young boy might be giving us something away for us here uh, you you don't see any fear on him that's about the only thing is there just a dislike yeah anger okay uh, bear in mind they were both interrogated so yeah well we have no we have no interest in hurting you ma'am we just need to look through some of your husband's belongings and see if maybe you have what we are looking for if you could show us where your husband's belongings are, we would appreciate it, ma'am. Thank you. Uh, okay, if you'd like to follow me, my, my lords. Yeah. And she leads the way upstairs. The boy waits for a minute and turns and looks at her career as well and follows her up the stairs. You walk into... Basically, it's like a studio flat. It's not very good. There's a charcoal board, and she's obviously trying to teach him maths. Mm -hmm. And she just gestures at one chest over in the corner. And she says, I'm... It's weird. Her voice goes up and down. I can't do it. She's obviously deaf. Yeah. But she's so her voice goes up and down, and she can lip read. Obviously, um, she says, "I'm saving his clothing and any possessions for when Eric grows up." Mm -hmm. uh, so she suggested you can certainly have a look. Thank you very much for your for your compliance. She please, curtsies. Yeah. Please, please wait uh, for any further instructions we might have. Please return to your lessons. Okay, she goes over and sits back down on a on the edge of a one double bed is what they have, and she's trying to teach him maths. He just sits there. He's got his head. He's just looking at you two. That's um, great. As you go through the chest, he can look at us all he wants. Yeah. To. Yeah. Let's go ahead and do some investigations. Indeed. Fourteen investigation. Okay. Eighteen. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I can investigate. I just can't see. <laughs> When you know what you're looking for, you see it. It's got various bits and pieces as you go through it. Yeah, um, he had a dagger, which was his, so his, that's in there. He's got some suits of clothing, oh, not suits of clothing, but items of clothing, which in that kind of environment, people would keep hold of those for 10 or 15 years until they fitted, you know, someone that grew into them. Hand-me-down clothes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you do find he's got a couple of books and you've gathered that she's actually fairly, or was, you know, fairly educated to be able to teach maths, which, mm -hmm. which is great. And he's got like a football fixtures, and because um, he was, do you remember he he was in a team he at Barracks Bar and Grill, yep. and he's talking about that, and he's got a couple of names mentioned in there. There is one called Barrack. There's a couple of other names in there um, at the at the place. And if you remember, one of the people he had a few guard beers with. Sorry. The if it's to do with the second swords team playing there well he knew he knew barrack of barracks bar and grill because he mm. played there and then got to know barrack ah. um, from that and he's he actually talks about uh, what a nice guy barrack is and um, he mentions his name a few times through it okay all right we'll make a note of that maybe he would have given would have given barrack the book to hold on to we are going there this evening we could yeah uh, yes, we could talk to Barak okay. later. Uh, so we're not finding we're not finding what we're looking so for here. 
so is this like like a block of flats this is it lots of small yeah apartments so it's four apartments on the top four apartments on the bottom okay so this is their room yeah okay. a man knocks on the door pokes his head in looks at you two plays some Buyers go white tippers, and um, he, um, he's not quite loudly. Um, and, and and her hands, you notice her hands always on something which is attached to the floor. And she looks over, and she says again, "Oh, um, you'll have to come back later. Um, there are church people here at the moment." And he nods and sort of walks away. She looks a little bit embarrassed. Again, the boy looks very cold at the man as he walks away. Mm. I like this kid. He's. Uh... <laughs> something of the night about him anyway let's is this their own the only room in the home mm. for them okay well i was gonna say let's search the boys stuff specifically but all of their stuff is in here and we've just rifled through it um all right well we could have what well, we found this uh is there anyone else mentioned more, multiple times in the the football fixtures uh, Jeffers is mentioned. Jeffers. <coughs> he also mentions. When you're going through it, you actually got a fairly good roll. You needed a 15. There's actually who's going to be playing which game, and then there's a, a bit of a cipher on the side. You're trying to work out what it is. So you've noticed it. You can make an intelligence roll. Just numbers and bits and pieces. 18. Yeah, it's it's fine. <laughs> Natural <one. laughs> So with, with with your intelligence role, it, it looks like you've been placing bets. So on the on the football games, um, you do notice that the bets probably six months before he was burnt went from half a dozen coppers or a silver up to a few gold. Oh, that's nice. And six months was about the time he the third squad was put with. Every six months, Ambassador Conrattle would go to the south. It's right. been six months there, come back for six months, go away for six months, come back for six months. Okay. And so, so this would have corresponded with them coming back from the So south? he came back, and then when you, you, you can correlate these, is when he came back from the south, he was betting golds on the games instead of coppers or the occasional silver. They made money down there. Mm. Okay. All right, that's good to know. Uh, so we'll go ahead and call this good there's there's nothing uh, uh we ask uh ask betty if she know who his bookmaker was oh good call yeah betting he, agent yeah barack barack handles handles all of that she says okay good uh well thank you very much betty uh please continue your lessons you're doing a great job thank you yeah, yeah. okay you go downstairs yeah you walk out, the, the man who previously uh, backed out sees you coming out. He goes upstairs, goes in and goes upstairs. A minute afterwards, Eric comes out. Just starts kicking a ball up and down. Okay. But he's not paying any attention to it at all. He's just kicking it up and down like he's... I'm going to go talk to him mm -hmm. uh, now that he's what? separated. He says. You wouldn't happen to remember... Uh, anything that your father brought back from the south like uh, a book maybe I don't remember him fair enough he was burned as a heretic when you were very very young 
mm-hmm. remember you, he says. Yeah. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm glad that I made such an impression. Uh, the Your type, I mean. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, that's fine. Uh, you don't have to like us. However, you seem like the kind of person that might want a job with us when you're a couple of years older. Let me know. Now, is there somewhere I can contact you? Then he says. Yeah, just come to the church and this nine or ten year old boy. <laughs> That's in a couple of years. Um, the the thing we're looking for, son, is very important. It might be the reason that your father isn't here with us anymore. Uh, so if you if you do remember that, go ahead and and. and let us know. Tell your tell your mother to to re- let book know. Book. Book. Oh, uh, he's visiting her, I believe. Yeah, that's what I hear. <laughs> so, if uh, if you if you do happen to remember anything like that that your dad might have brought back from the south, remember to tell your mother. You're and investigating the yellow book, aren't you? Yes, we are. Are you finding anything out? few things here and there why what do you know interested that's why my mum has to do what she does to make money I just think he's weird <laughs> me too you just think he's weird too <laughs> four to three awesome <laughs> really low insight rolls that was a five do you stay in the church he says if I need to get a message to you if I find out anything yes we do we stay we bunker down at the church every evening. Okay. Um, and I know Book's name. I don't know your names, Mr. Clergyman, he says. Yeah. Now... My name is Eric. Yes, it is. A mighty strong name that is, young man. Just ask for Paladin Damien. Paladin, Paladin Damien. Do you both have the same name? Yeah. No. 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 I'm Inquisitor Cannon. Inquisitor Cannon. Yeah. And Paladin Damien. Can you remember that? Yes. Can you remember your math lessons from today? Yes. Good boy. Now, if you do remember anything, maybe we can stop what happened to your dad from happening to other dads. Why? Because then we can cut out the root of heresy before it flowers. Flowers are pretty. Well, flowers bring change. Change is good. Not not heretical flowers. So that's 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 all you need to know, young man. You've you've, you've got a uh, looks like a fun day planned of kicking a ball and doing math lessons. So we'll let you get back to that. But uh, a squared plus b squared equals c squared. He says. What kind of heretical nonsense is he, is he saying here? Do you know what that means? No. <laughs> no? Okay. Well, that's good. What did he say? So, we should probably be heading to see Barrack. Yeah, we should probably be heading to see Barrack. Have a good day, little boy. Goodbye. Okay. That kid's a creep. What a weirdo. Oh As you, you walk away, you see him. He's looking at you, and then he, he just turns, and he's just looking at the girl that originally came up to you. Just... Just cool, just looking at her. Okay. Um, I'm going to... Uh, I reckon she's going to turn up murdered tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> just, just a feeling. I wouldn't doubt it. That little kid's a... He's a creeper, dude. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Okay. 
You don't think he's a, a heretic, do you? You don't think he read that no, book? No, he's obviously too young to be a heretic. Oh, heresy knows no age. <laughs> Doesn't your old threes and fours and threes and fours again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so you walk out of the alley. So the sun comes down. It's about, what, six o'clock-ish? No, you haven't been gone that long. It's about half three. Really? Quarter four, something like that, Blimey. yeah. I thought it was, oh uh, yeah. I thought it was half three when we were at the gate. Yeah, I don't know. Quarter three or something. Oh, right. Cool, so we've got time going to, to kill. Go to barracks, I think, aren't you? Yeah. Well, we don't need to be there until seven, but if we get there a bit early. We can talk to Beric about the, the bookmaking and about the... Uh, but turning up three hours early for, di- for dinner, a little bit weird. Yeah, we, don't, we definitely don't need three hours to uh, confront him about bets being placed. Well, this you're in the Western Court. If you were to head north, that would take you to where the uh, the nobility um, and and you know that kind of people live, which would be the estate of uh, Ambassador Conrad. Or if you are brave enough to want to do something like that, I say that because you know it's not good for anyone of a of an inquisitor level to accuse a noble of anything I wouldn't be accusing we would just be observing yeah you'd be asking for his assistance in something I thought we were just going to follow him on a ride tomorrow yeah I think that's what we need to do or follow uh, Captain Vermeer yeah I think we should definitely follow Captain Vermeer and see if he meets up if only if there was someone who was like sneaky sneaky and (laughs) observant Someone who might be able to, you know, do that sort of thing. With a roll of a 30 or something, like, you know, remain hidden. Yeah, well. Instead of drinking for an entire weekend and missing a game in another dimension. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm um, not going to cut that out, or this bit, by the way. No, don't. Leave it in. (laughs) Now, um... There are a lot of loose, loose ends here. That are not getting tied. So we need to work out let's, what let's we stop know. For, let's stop for a few minutes and just make... Let's go ahead and burn the bag. Because... Well, we meant to burn the bag with... Wreath. Yeah, with wreath, but... It has to be at the same time. It doesn't have to be at the same time. We just have to do it. I thought... Yeah, but I thought we were told to put it on the pyre with... Oh, you just said burn that too. Alright then. So... Okay. Yeah, let's go, let's go ahead. We've got a, we've got a little bit of time to kill. Um, are we going to find a nice big airy courtyard anywhere that we can? You can probably find some bits in the Tanner's Quarter which are dark and not many people are going into. Or we could just go to like a crematorium type place with a big chimney. Mm. Plenty of those in the Tanner's Quarter as well. I'm just worried about the smoke. They're worse for what the chimney's for. Yeah, but. Oh, you're on the western. You're near enough on, on the western wall anyway. You go outside the western gate and do it if you wish. Yeah, let's let's run outside the gate and go ahead and do that. Okay, as long as it's not the south gate. Yeah, you go to the western gate. Uh, it looks very similar to the southern gate. Possibly, well, definitely not as busy. Uh, there's more guards on the top here uh, rather than on the bottom. There's no friendly kingdom to the to the west. Such, you go there. A sergeant walks over to you. Uh, my lords, can I help you? Uh, we just need to step outside of the gate to dispose of some heretical writings. Outside the gate, sir? 
outside the gate. We don't want it poisoning our city any longer. Well, you know better than I what they have to do with that. So can I just get out a book? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to show my badge with my name on it. And okay, fine. He writes it down. Uh, left the, you know, at uh, you know quarter to four. Um, Inquisitor Cannon and your name, sir. Uh-huh. Paladin Damien. Paladin Damien, certainly. All right. Uh, is Be he careful. A, what what sword is he from? He's from third sword. Third sword. Okay, good man. I like him. I pat him on the shoulder. Uh, we'll step outside the gate somewhere farther, a little bit farther toward the tree line away from the city. Not many trees up here. No? Um, okay. More okay. rocky, but... Okay. Good. Three, t- three, four hundred yards. Yeah. Well, fine. Yeah. Right. There's the occasional person walking along because there are farmlands around it. They kind of look at you, but you then head off to an angle. You find an open area. Yeah. Fine. We'll start burning the book. Or yeah. burning the bag. We won't even take the book out of the bag. <laughs> we'll just go ahead and burn the bag. Okay, well, it's made of leather. So we'll start building it. So it's, um, it's very difficult to set on fire. Yeah. Uh, well, I have a... No, I probably wouldn't be carrying an adventurer's pack, seeing as I'm not an adventurer, per se. Darn it. Don't you wouldn't necessarily carry a backpack with lamp, you inside the city. Uh, lamp, of lamp course, oil, you would find lot. equipment in the guard tower you just came out of. Yeah. Uh, I'll run back and go grab a lamp and some lamp oil. Uh, you s- want to start yeah, fiddling some sticks? Same sergeant sees you come in. Hello? Hello. Goodbye. <laughs> just you need some assistance. Let him know that we need, a, we need a lamp and some lamp oil. Okay, he snaps his fingers. You, guardsman second class. Hey, yes, sir. I'm not a sir, I'm a sergeant. You know, there's this standard bit of whatever. Moving on. Yep, he says, right. <laughs> um, how many flasks do you need, sir? Uh, just one. Five? Five. Five five oil flasks, straight away. Uh, two tinder twigs. Anything else that you might require, my lord? I think that's it. Really good. Uh, comes over. Uh, he's got a small pack. Five flasks of oil, two tinder twigs. I get um, 17 on my survival roll for building a fire. You make a nice fire. Uh, or the preparation for a nice fire. Uh, so you've got air going through it. You've got a little platform with the bags on top. So nice. You're good? Yeah, he gives you this bag. Uh, two tinder twigs, sir. Five flasks of oil. You under, understand how to use a tinder twig. Of course you do, sir. Yes, uh, sir. I, or yes. I don't say sir. <laughs> Curtis says sir to everybody. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Um, yes, of course I do. Totally good. He nods respectfully. He signs you back out. You sure you don't want to run and carry this for you? No, I'll carry it. Okay. Be fine. We don't want anyone near what we're doing. Okay, fine. Off you go. Yep, fine. You go you 400 yards westwards and then a 50 yards southwards. You find a, a nice little pyramid of occasional bits of twig, and Ooh. which um, this is very surprising in itself because there aren't very many tree, trees around here, but he's managed to do it nevertheless. Well done. Oh, there's some tumbleweeds. I like that. That's nice. Yeah, it looks good. Okay, so I'll douse the bag. Uh, with some of the lamp oil. Yep. And we'll go ahead and start the fire. Sure. Tinder oh. twig ignite straight away as soon as you uh, rub it on something rough. Ksh, and it starts burning. Step away. Yeah. How far away are you? About 30 or 40 feet at least. Um, yeah. Far enough for me to like we'll throw, throw it, it and walk so back. So probably 10 or 15 feet to throw it. And then yeah. You're frying yeah. the match at it. Yeah. Okay. Roll with your 20. Alrighty. Yeah. Seven. Seven, okay. It lands uh, next to it. It goes out. <laughs> okay. Well, I've got two, right? Yeah. Try it again. Come on, then. You want to throw this one as well? I'll, I'll get a little bit closer for the for the next uh, one. Yeah, go on then. I'll let you... So you're actually sort of almost next to it. And yeah, like five. That's fine. Just don't get a one. Okay. 
That's an eight. That's fine. You, okay. You'd like the edge of this uh, thing. Lamp oil's not like petrol anyway, yeah. but it does catch. You Then you go back. After about five or ten minutes, you know, the bag is actually burning inside this fire is done. And then there's a, like a crackle on a, like a, a white light as the bag itself starts to fall apart. Well, about 10 foot radius, it goes out like an sinks into itself. There's everything, even so, like 10 foot down from where it was, has disappeared. Wow. You make an arcana roll? It's a magic bag. It was a magic bag. Uh, 19. Eight. <laughs> 19 would be a bag of holding when destroyed. Like if you put another bag in it, for instance, um, it would... Um, it would hold in reality. Yeah, it throws everything out in a random direction in the astral plane. So... Oh, no. Out in the astral plane. Yeah, you know. It could be anywhere. At any well, time. That's but, it's, it, but that's, that's a different plane of existence. Absolutely. Okay. It is. Um, cool. Generally, only if you put a bag of holding inside a bag of holding, or... At some other reason, which has obviously happened. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Um, so, lucky we went within ten foot. Yeah, that was that was cool. What, what happened there? Well, the bag, it uh-huh. magic bag, it magic broke open, te- and the collective space inside rapidly expanded and then sucked in on itself and disappeared into another plane of existence. Intelligence check. 21. I understand that. Yes. I understand that. It means it's gone. Oh, outstanding. Okay. Um, well, how long did that take? Uh, uh, probably 20 minutes, half an hour, because you had to go back and get the other thing. Okay. So it's it's marinara time. For, it is, it's probably about marinara time. For, for cler- clergy vagrant. Yeah. He is going to see you at 5 o'clock tomorrow morning. Yeah, yeah, but he's going, he's going there to go and do it properly. Yes. Ish now. Yeah. We could uh, we could just walk there, find out. Where? Yeah, f- f- at, at and see him coming out of the shop. Yeah. You bet there, Jess is he's coming out of the shop roughly. So you yeah, do that. Yeah, that's fine. You see him coming out of the shop. He sees you. Just looks at you. Doesn't pay any attention to you. Just walks down the street and turns left. Okay. Uh, well, we will we'll follow the vagrant. Yeah, we'll walk a uh, walk a little bit further and then uh, kind of just follow him. Yeah, he's just waiting around the corner. Okay. My lords, he nods. Yeah. How, how did your mission go? Well, I asked. I was circumspect and asked if he had any. I uh, came a little bit more blunt after after he uh, didn't seem to understand what I was saying and actually said to him. Have you got anything which would give me, make me chill me out, you know, make me see good things? Uh, the answer was still no. I didn't, I didn't get any feeling of deception from him, my lords. Okay. Well. But then again, I, I wasn't uh, tasked with going in there late at night after his, his uh, closed the shop. Unless someone was to ask me to, my lords. Hmm. Can you well, do that, please? Absolutely. Does, does that <laughs> seem like it needs to be done? Did you? Did he say maybe come back later on this evening? No, no, no. I'm saying, do you want me to go there after he's left and have a snoop around? If you'd like to have a snoop around, yes, yes, I would like you to. Have like to? Oh, you. If you'd want me to, of course I would. Yeah, thank you. Very good. Uh, well, he's shutting up shop in a moment anyway. So. Oh, lovely. Okay. Um, would you want me to see the report again tomorrow morning, or find you somewhere else? I will 
see you after morning prayers. Very good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, uh, so it's like 5.30 now? Ish. Yeah. It's about half an hour to barracks, bar and grill, so get there an hour okay. early. Huh? Yeah, get an hour early and talk to them. All right. So we'll start walking to the bar and grill. Everyone likes a sweating bar owner. Who doesn't? When an inquisitor turns up an hour early for his reservation. Yeah, lovely. He won a very much business that night. <laughs> Good. We'll get our food really fast. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, right, so, so you head off. Yep. That's fine. You. So how, how as we're walking there? So how do you want to do this after dinner? Okay. Uh, well, we're just going to accuse him there and then set fire to him at the dinner table, or. I don't think we need to accuse him. Well, we know that he was there. We know that he breathed in the yellow smoke. We're, we can sorry, just go announce ahead. his crimes and then set fire to him at the dinner table. No, not at the dinner table. No, no. We'll, we'll do it somewhere so as not to embarrass yeah. the young man uh, before we murder him. It's not murder. It's uh, before we cleanse him. It's execution. Yeah. Before we cleanse him of his murder is illegal. Murder is illegal. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely true. Cleansing someone in the righteous flames of, uh, you know, of a, of a holy inquisition is um, not murder. That's right. Exactly. So we'll go ahead and... Um, we know a good spot where you can light a fire really well. Yeah, we'll take him out to the... Well, uh, you don't. Actually, now you know a crater where you can... <laughs> even better. We'll take him out there. We'll, uh, we'll make it fast. And then we'll light him on fire outside. So whereabouts is Barracks Bar and Grill? Is it on the west which, side? Which gate is it closest to? It's fairly central-ish. It's not proper. It's only a half an hour to walk. It's like a kilometre across and a, and a bit of the city. You know. Okay. Uh, uh, with your divine powers, are you able to make people more compliant? Yes, I have uh, have the ability to command he, people to do what I want. He is quite hearty and resilient, though, from what we've seen. Yeah. With his natural 20. Yeah. That was... <laughs> Will saves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, if only I'd been able to do that. But it led to a lot of fun. Anyway, uh, so, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll have our, our meal, and then we'll let him know what we have to do. Yeah, and we'll do it. We'll, we'll make it quick for him. Okay. No, no pain. Doesn't need to be pain. Uh, so, obviously, we've lived in this city. Yep. Our whole lives. Um, there's there are more than just the four main gates. Yep. So I'm just uh, so if it sounds a bit different on the volume here, I'm just going to stick my phone on record, just in case we happen to lose our signal here, which is. No recording but anyway yes yeah, so you've lived in the city all your life yes uh, yeah so there, there are more than just the four main gates isn't there there are other ways out of the city the four main gates are the ones that you are generally aware of um, it's said that the the Lord himself you know the king and the prince have uh, another gate you've heard of people managing to get outside the city that's really a city garden thing to track that down. Might be a ladder up against the wall, but the, there's the four gates is northeast, southwest. Okay. Yeah, just about having a log of us walking a guardsman out of a gate and us coming back with a guardsman. You're entitled to do that if it's under, if you're worried it's heresy. 
that kind of stuff is within your remit. Yeah. If you were to go up to a soldier for no reason and do whatever, make him dead, then there would be repercussions. I think dinner, uh, cleanse, back in time for evening prayers. Seems pretty straightforward to me. It does. It, it is getting dark in there now anyway in the city. Yeah. It's autumn. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll show up early, talk to Beric. We can go up the south gate. So you're, so, you're, so you're on your way there. You're walking through. Uh, what's your passive perceptions? 17. 17 is pretty high. What's your All passive right. perception? Uh, oh, it's just 10 plus your wisdom. Oh, uh, so 12. Okay, fine. Uh, your wisdom 7? Could you initiative for me, please, gentlemen? You might have... 19. Wow. I'm, I'm trained with insight. Or, I'm sorry, I'm trained with uh, perception. Oh, I'm not. So you had your proficiency bonus yeah. to it, yeah. What's your initiative? Uh, sorry. Uh, initiative 20. Wow. Okay, so, Canon, you notice something. Two people coming out of the end of... Uh, it's not really an alley. It's like 15, 20 foot wide, you know. It just happens to be no one else on it. Th- these they're people, probably... do they look like they're coming right for us? Whereas <laughs> everyone else looks like they're running from us. Uh, no, they've just stepped out at the end. You've not really paid much attention to them, Damien. That they're probably usual. 60 feet in front of you, Cannon. And then you notice them lift up two very heavy crossbows. Oh, well... Uh, in that case, I uh, am going to do something very, uh, very fast about that. I'm going to, um, oh shoot, I did not expect to be fighting right now. I'm going to go ahead and... I think that's what they wanted. Probably what they wanted. I'm going to go ahead and cast a spiritual weapon. Yeah. Which would summon a... Uh, what do you want it to look like? I want an axe. An axe? An axe yep. to come and fight uh, fight next to me. What's the range on that? Spiritual weapon is a range of... 60 feet. Okay, so just about yeah. there. And it can attack at the same time. And it's yeah. a... Mm, I think, is it a bonus action to cast that? Or is, or is it a bonus action to cause it to attack? Is uh, Casting time, one bonus action. Yeah, there you go. Ba-dum. Uh, and then another bonus to get it to yeah, hit. Yeah, you get one bonus of round, unfortunately. Uh, but I well, do I'm believe you can, it can attack the same round, I think. Okay, I'm not sure. See. When you cast a spell, you can make a melee spell attack against a creature within five feet of the weapon. Absolutely. All right. Uh, it's going off my spell attack bonus. Natural one. <laughs> okay, it crashes into the wall. <laughs> they look at it. Whoop. Uh, and then I'm going to use my um, my move action to sure. move up to the next person, and instead of attacking this round, I'll double move to get up. Yeah. So to you base you, the you move up to them um, as you're approaching. They're going to try their crossbows. Oh. Okay. Didn't they roll a natural one for initiative? Get out of here with that. No. <laughs> I don't know how they're going between us, and we've got one point of initiative difference. Yeah. You missed initiative. Um, because uh, you because didn't I didn't spot see them. them. They yeah, got a surprise so round. Cool. Absolutely. Uh, you take 12 points of damage as a very hefty crossbow bolt yeah, bangs catches, into your thigh. Boom. Catches me when I'm coming in, huh? That is no good. Sure, AC, without dex bonus. Uh, Missed the paladin. It and is. And that means without shield as well. 
Uh, I don't use a shield. I have this 16 because I've because you got, are. I've got a dex bonus of zero. Yeah, this one. Okay, 15 points of damage as two crossbow bolts bang into the back of your arm. Into the back of my armor. Yes. Uh, cool. As I get that. And then we go to the top of the round. No, it's my reaction. Ah, yes. Okay, I, you can have a reaction. I spin round, uh, shouting, uh, you have rebuke. angered uh, <laughs> Koros casting Hellish Rebuke. Sure. Uh, so they take uh, a... It's just one, isn't it? Or is it everything? Uh, no, one. Just yeah. one. A deck saving throw. Uh, yep. Passed okay. it. Passed. Okay. So it's yep. 2d10. So they take uh, 9 half to 5 points of fire damage. Okay, one second goes... Ah! Like that. Cool. And then they both um, walk backwards 10 foot and reload their crossbows. The ones that you're charging out of obviously taking out, uh, well, one's taking out a longsword, the other one's taking out a short sword. So they're not they're not backing away from me because I would really appreciate nope. it if they were. So it's your go, Callan. You're standing right in front of them with a, a weapon pulling itself out of the side of a building. That's yours. Yeah. So I'll go ahead and make my attack uh, and then so my spiritual weapon. spiritual weapon won't be able to attack this round? It can do, because it's a bonus action. Okay. So if, if you angle that behind the one you're attacking, yeah. which you can, that you get plus two for flanking. Super. All right, I'll do the, uh, is it plus two or just advantage? It's not advantage, it's plus okay. two. I'll, I'll play it slightly differently because it makes more sense to me. Super. Uh, so I'll go ahead and let the, um, let the axe attack. Uh, that, that gets plus is, two as well. That is 23. One of them is wearing chainmail armor. Now that you're closer. The other one is wearing, the others are wearing um, leatherish. Um, so which one did you want to attack? The one in the chain armor. Okay, so what was your total on that? 23. That is a hit. Uh, so that is 1d8 plus 3. So uh, that's 5 points of damage from the spiritual weapon. Okay. And then I'm going to bring my, uh, my hammer down across them. Whoops. Uh, 17. Is that including your 18, plus 19, two? sorry. That's a hit then. All right, and that's for a d8 as well. 10 points of damage from that. Okay, that was quite impressive. Uh, Damien, it's your go. Uh, I will draw my blessed greatsword yep. and dash right up to the... Almost up to them. They move 10 foot back, so they're 70 feet away now. Okay. So oh. you move 60 foot up, yeah? Yeah. Okay, you're, you're close to them. So the one in the chainmail armor attacks you. That's a hit and a hit. Oh dear. Uh, that, however, is a bit pants. Um, three plus four. That's seven points of damage with two strikes. That's really poor. Nice. And the other one is a hit with a short sword for four points of damage. Okay. Um, right against Damien. Yep. I, as a quick addendum, I'd like to put a hunter's mark on the one on the left. Okay. Uh, one hit um, with his enormous crossbow. Um, uh, five points of damage. Okay. And then they basically just drop the crossbows and draw short swords. Yep. Then it is cannons go. Uh, okay. 
I'm going to use... So there's there's only two of them, right? Or are there four of them? There's two in front of you and two at the other end facing him. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and use my... I'm going to use a bonus action to let my axe hit the hit the young man that I've already been hitting. The one in the... Not that young. It's probably 40 or What's years old. Chain armor? Mm-hmm. That guy. Uh, so that's going to be... Sixteen. Yep. And I'm going to. Oh goodness. I'm going to uh, heal myself really fast, and I'll say, "By the power of Valos." Shout that out loud, yeah. Yeah. With a healing word. Okay, from down the street, fairly close. You hear a voice said. Who's calling out Valos's name? <laughs> anyway, it's uh, you just hear someone calling it. That's that's fine. <laughs> yeah. that I I don't care what they're shouting back. Sure, at, sure. But that's I heal myself for eight. Fine. Uh, could you both? Uh, so no, not your passive. What's your passive? You say it's quite high, isn't it? Seventeen. Okay. On the top of a building nearby, just from where you're standing, it's very. It's quite dark now, and you don't have dark vision. There's a slight figure up there. It's very difficult to tell quite short maybe maybe human just a short-ish humanoid figure um, just looking down at the battle you can't really tell so it's very dark and I'm very distracted yes gotcha you just notice it's someone looking down um, uh. right so you healed yourself yes yes and you're Uji attacked that's fine Damien it's your go you have 10 foot to go and there is an injured one and an uninjured one in front of you uh, is the one on the left the injured one or the uninjured one. Okay, injured if you like. Uh, I no, uh, well, I'll go for, for the uninjured one. Go for it. Uh, so as a bonus action, I'm going to cast Thunderous Smite. Sure. And then I'm going to uh, step in and take a big swing at him. Okay, go for it. So my first attack. 